Hello, JC Santana coming to you from the Institute of Human Performance, and we're going to talk about the different phases of periodization. You already got the first part about how to come up and how to progressively put them together, kind of like building a house. And now we're going to look at the characteristics of each phase. Uh, I think I'm going to show you periodization and the development process the way you've never heard it before. All right, so we already know that periodization has basically four phases, right? <clears throat> uh, conditioning or hypertrophy, kind of one and the same. Strength, <clears throat> power, and power endurance. Great. Let's look at what the main objectives are for each phase and how you change the variables. Really cool stuff. When somebody's getting in shape, whether they're trying to build bigger muscles or just coming back from, uh, from time off or whatever, what you want to do is really affect power. But power per the entire session. The entire session could be one hour or a half hour. So, what is power? The equation of power is work divided by time. So when they start, they start off with two sets of 10, then they go to three sets of 10, then four sets of 10, and so on. You can increase the work by more sets, more reps, and even more weight. That's the objective during the conditioning and the hypertrophy phase. Now we come to the strength phase. Well, the strength phase, all we care about, force production. That's what we care about. So the weights will go up, and if the weights go up, what happens to the speed? The speed has to drop. And what happens to the volume? The volume has to drop. So here is less and less and less time off, more and more work. Here, more and more weight, more and more force, more and more time to rest. And remember, the force velocity curve says that the more force you're producing, the slower the, the speed will be. Basically, the more weight, the slower you move. All right, now we come to the power phase. What happens to this stuff here? Well, power phase, okay, works this formula, but it also has a different formula. This formula that we're concerned with is force times velocity or speed. It's one and the same, right? So what happens to the force? For my speed to go up, my force has to go down. So I'm using lighter weights much faster. And the volume can stay here or get a little lower. Okay? So the volume is measured not too high. Why? Because we're looking for personal records of force production, vertical jumps, metasball throws. If you have specialized equipment like the Kaiser with the power wattage, boom, that kind of number. So that's what you're looking for. Remember, maximum weight moved, maximum wattage produced. And of course, vertical jump height, long jump um, distance, all of that is an indicator of power, right? Now, we come to power endurance, we go back to this guy here. Work divided by time. Now, the time is not the hour anymore. The time would be a metabolic circuit that you create to try to mimic the activity. For example, if you're going down a ski slope and the record time is a minute 40, you have to create a circuit of, of, of leg type of movements that are involved in skiing for a minute 40. If you're preparing a UFC fighter that's going for a five minute round times three, you've got to get circuits that are five minutes long and eventually get them to do three of those rounds with a minute rest just to mimic the fight, right? So work divided by time, except the time, instead of being one hour workout, is the circuit time. So if your circuit is five minutes, you leave the weights, you leave the reps, you leave the stations identical. What you're looking to do is go from five minutes 
to 455. 455 to 450. Reducing the time, the work stays constant, you get more power endurance. Got it? So this is the philosophy of periodization, and these are the characteristics of each phase and how you manage them.